Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Devin Saylor. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, this week we want to talk about the North Branch of the Susquehanna River. Mm-hmm. And that's because there's a contest going on right now, yes. which you'll get to a little bit later in the mm-hmm. show. Yep. Um, and so we'll get into the contest and why you should participate um, in the details of the contest, which doesn't take too much on your part, the audience's part, basically just entering an email yep. uh, and voting for a particular river. But like I said, we'll get to that later. We want to talk about the Susquehanna River, and especially the North Branch, because it's right in our backyard. So let's get started. And I don't know how much you know or don't know about the Susquehanna River, especially the North Branch. Bits and pieces. But we've both been kayaking on the yep. North Branch, right? Have you gone any farther than that? Or? No. Okay. No. Same here. Uh, I just stuck to particularly the stretch um, from Lake Meshapin to Falls. I think I've paddled okay. that distance. I yeah, I was a little farther south on it. So. Okay. Where'd you go? Um, down more towards like below Bloomsburg. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. So it turns out the North Branch is considered to be 165 miles long. Uh, The entire length of the Susquehanna River is 444 miles long. Wow. So there's the 444 Club, which people paddle from Cooperstown all the way down to Harvard de Grace, Maryland. Wow. And uh, something I'd like to do, I think. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Seems fun. I'm sure, like, it's, you know, the got heat to deal with or mm-hmm. you know thunderstorms is it like one continuous yeah you camp along the way okay. and stop at your islands or restaurants that you want to hit okay sounds fun actually yeah um they say that the drainage area for the north branch is twenty thousand nine hundred and sixty square miles so that's a lot of drainage yeah if you pull it up on you know i'm sure there's like some mapping where you can see the actual drainage area it's, it's pretty expansive I also wanted to get into the early occupants. There's a lot of good history on mm-hmm. the North Branch of the Susquehanna River. And not just the North Branch, but this is what we're focusing on. So early occupants actually included the Iroquois. And actually the descendants would be known as the Susquehannocks in the Lenape. Uh, so the name Susquehanna was actually derived from Lenape word Siskuhane. Okay. Um, so that means mud and hane meaning river, so muddy river. Uh, which, if you go over any of the bridges, you know, Tunkhannock or uh, up in Halstead, mm-hmm. typically you're gonna see a muddy river. Yeah. Um, it's not too clear. You know, like we had that dry spell like back in August. Mm-hmm. I was down by the river in Tunkhannock and it was especially clear then. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any storms to muddy it up. But typically, it's not too visible on the bottom. Yeah. But it is a great river nonetheless. Uh, So, like I said, the river is steeped in American history. And I'll start with the expanse of the virgin white pine that is still found in the area today. Uh, But more so, you know, back in the 1700s, 1600s, uh, even 1800s before they clear-cutted a lot of it. it was really popular in southern Pennsylvania to build barns, to build any kind of structures out of white pine. So they ended up floating 
those logs all the way down to southern Pennsylvania. And they built rafts to do it with, and they, they actually floated them individually or in a series of, of different logs strung together. And uh, I think there's been shows on TV of um, individuals trying to dig those trees back up that mm-hmm. actually sunk. Uh, so they're worth a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So. They also mentioned that during the early 1800s, it was estimated that a thousand rafts a day were seen on North Branch carrying goods as far as Norfolk, Virginia. Wow. So that's quite a ways on a raft. Yeah. Um, and you have to imagine that they're flat bottom rafts. You know, the, the Susquehanna isn't a deep river either. No. So can't get big boats on that particular river like you would other rivers. So they had the flat bottom rafts. And then we had the, the coal. So there was a struggle to actually get the coal to the places that needed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where the North Branch Canal came in. Okay. I'm not sure if you ever heard of the North Branch Canal. Not off the top of my head. But if you go to places like Vosburg Neck, uh, you'll be able to see the remnants okay. of that canal. Uh, and the canal actually, it stretched between southern New York and north central Pennsylvania. Uh, went all the way to the West Branch. Uh, they mentioned Northumberland. And... Um, I feel like I even read where parts of it, you know, connected to, let's say, as far north as Buffalo. Oh, wow. Um, so it was pretty expansive, and there's a lot of junctions in between, of course. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, it was a complicated system, but it offered the chance for people to move goods mm-hmm. long distances, and that was before the rail really took over. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what did happen with the canal system, mm-hmm. the rail system did take over. And that lasted, uh, you know, the canal system lasted for approximately 40 or 50 years. Okay. So not a real long time. But like I said, if you're paddling on the Susquehanna, you can see remnants up and down the river of mm-hmm. that canal system. So it's really neat to see. Did want to mention fishing. Uh, very popular on the Susquehanna River. Mm-hmm. So you find smallmouth bass, walleye. Northern pike, muskie, yellow perch, um, of course, bluegill, and uh, then there's also the return of eels. So, freshwater eel okay. is making a comeback, and that's been found as far north as Cooperstown. So, wow. it's pretty exciting. And as dams continue to come out, uh, like the Oakland Dam, mm-hmm. which I wanted to mention, you'll be able to see those freshwater eels take over even more. And uh, that brings up a good point. So I'm not sure whether people are aware of or not, but the Oakland Dam is coming out. If you're familiar with that area, Oakland Dam, it's a 655-foot dam. Uh, It was breached in the middle years ago, no longer functioning as constructed. Mm -hmm. And so they've moved in the process of taking it out. American Rivers is behind that. And uh, they plan on taking it out this summer. So... If you're paddling that reach, uh, you'll be able to, you know, paddle from Oakland all the way down to Halstead without getting out of the river. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So just a lot of good things about this river. I I love paddling on the river. Mm -hmm. uh, There's nothing like it. And, you know, we take the Envirothon students on the river Mm -hmm. as part of a reward for the Envirothon and Mm -hmm. scoring well. Of course, all of our projects are, are aimed at, you know, better water quality for 
both the tributaries of Susquehanna and the Susquehanna mm-hmm. in the Chesapeake Bay. You really can't beat it. So, no. yep. so that means that we want to also talk about the contest going on right now. Yes. So the contest currently going on is the River of the Year program. Happens every year. The Pennsylvania Organization for Watersheds and Rivers, or as we've been calling it, POWER. Um, it's an affiliate program with Pennsylvania Environmental Council. They administer this program every year, and there's funding through uh, DCNR. That's how it works. So um, a little background on POWER. They try to ensure that Pennsylvania's watershed associates are healthy, locally supported, and benefit their communities that they want. Citizen champions of Pennsylvania rivers and watersheds to be well informed and aware of the value of our abundant water resources and the importance of the management of these water sources as well. Um, They want to ensure access to educational training resources and ensure a healthy, holistic, inclusive, and equitable environment that recognizes the far reaching connections up both up and downstream for these water sources. So they really are advocating for all of our local water sources around. Mm-hmm. Um, so this contest, um, what takes place is nominations are accepted in the fall of each year. So nominating organizations can submit different wa- rivers that they feel should be noticed. Uh, up to five waterways are selected and go up to vote from, for the public to vote for. So that's where you guys can take part in that. Go on to the website and vote. So you guys can go on to pawatersheds.org and scroll down to their news and announcements tab and be able to vote. So after the waterway is chosen, uh, local groups implement a year-round slate of activities and events to celebrate the river, including a River of the Year sojourn, which I will talk about in a minute. Um, the nominating organization of the winning river will receive $10,000 leadership grant to help fund River of the Year activities. These activities are aimed at raising awareness about the stewardship needs of the river, conservation success, and the natural, cultural, and economic value of the waterway. So the River Sojourn, it's a paddling trip that offers both new and experienced paddlers an opportunity to connect with the river. Um, They're typically held between May and September, and they are either one or multi-day adventures going up and down the river. So that sounds fun. Yeah. Get out and explore the river, the winning river. All right. So like she said, we urge you to go to that website, pawatersheds.org. Mm-hmm. And like she said, scroll down to the news and announcements and it'll provide a link there. It'll take you to um, a page that offers the chance to vote on any one of the rivers you want to. Mm-hmm. We suggest the North Branch, Um, but it's your choice, whatever. Uh, And uh, like she mentioned, funding will be coming our way um, for sojourn, the chance of sojourns and some other funds uh, that allow people to to learn more about the river Mm -hmm. and its value. All right. So um, I think you have a joke. Absolutely. Hey. Uh, Where do fish go to take a nap? My my first inclination is to say the river, but close. All right, the river bed. Oh, that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> All right, um, I do have an event. Okay, uh, it's a little ways out, so mark your calendar for Winterfest 2023, and that'll be held at Lackawanna State Park on Saturday, February 11th, 
and they mentioned it'll be from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, there's just a ton of things to do. They have guided bird walks, um, an intro to ice fishing, guided winter tree ID walk, ice safety and rescue demonstrations, and they also have some exhibits and activities, so campfire cooking, fly tying demonstrations, um, if there's snow on the ground, you can rent out some snowshoes. They have intro to disc golf course, ice skating, and a maple sugaring event. Wow. So uh, that's a lot in one day. Fun and, for the whole um, family. Yeah, I'd like to attend. Um, sounds like a good time. Yeah, it does. So again, that's on February 11th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. So like I said, mark your calendar for that. Good chance to get outdoors and enjoy some wintertime activities. You said at Lackawanna State Park? That's at Lackawanna State Park. Yep. Perfect. All right. Well, I guess that does it for today's show. If you have any questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org. And you can find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions or make comments about the show. You've been listening to Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Devin Saylor. And I'm Don Hibbert saying, enjoy the outdoors.